Hello, welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So whether you're counting down your days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to have you guys listen to this incredible story that took place in Disneyland. Our guest Melissa comes on and shares her most magical moment in Toontown. We recorded this episode during the summer where Disneyland wasn't quite open yet, so we do make a few references to a touch of Disney and Disneyland being open again. We are always looking for more magical moments to share on the show, so if you have a wonderful story you'd like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories, but now on with the show. So today we have a Disneyland friend and we haven't fully met in person, but we love going to Disneyland and this guest has the cutest, dreamiest Instagram aesthetic and such a contagious smile. It's so cute. We want to welcome Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the Just the Magic podcast. Hi, Morgan. Thank you for having me in your podcast. Yes, I am so excited to have you here and share your most magical moment. Would you like to give a little teaser of what uh, magical moment you're going to share with us today? I am definitely going to share this one particular one. I mean, I have so many, mm-hmm. but there's one particular one that really like changed my life, I would say. And mm-hmm. it's I would say it's like really rare for I think not just for me, but for other everyone who's been to the park. Yes. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for them to hear your story. Like it's going to be so great and you sent pictures with it too. So I, I already know what you're going to say and it's so good, you guys. Just oh, buckle in for it, but you are a Disneyland local. Do you how often are you able to go? Before the pandemic, I would say at least once a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. So once a it- week at least and then it depends on my mood because there are times like, "Oh, Sometimes after work, I would um, go on a random Disney trip just to get food or just go on a ride and just enjoy it. And then there are t- it's just like random, but I miss yeah. those. Yeah, Go to dinner and come back. And- yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, we've definitely all done those days for sure. And I am super excited for it to finally happen. We've been missing the magic, especially in California, for so long. No. I just can't like explain it like when I heard the news I was like is this really happening yes you're like don't fake me out please I can't my heart can't take it yeah exactly and like you know Disneyland hasn't been open since the pandemic started whereas some of the international parks have opened and closed and opened again and vice versa where in the Disney World opened I believe in July and it stayed open where Disneyland has been closed this whole time so like Disneyland folks really need that magic more than anybody so I I'm so excited were you able to go to like touch of Disney or anything like that yet since that opened I am actually going to a touch of Disney <gasps> next 
weekend with my Ooh. best friend and shout out to her for yes. getting them for for us because she had to work the night before <gasps> and then she was sleep deprived throughout oh. this process but I give her props for doing this oh my gosh and uh for those that don't know a touch of Disney from my understanding and please correct me Melissa if I'm wrong is a special ticketed event where you can go into Disneyland or California Adventure I'm sorry and which is across from Disneyland and there's special food and drinks and then there's like character meet and greets but like from a distance of course but there's no rides right none of that's happening correct that is correct and what was the process like for your friend to get those tickets? Like I saw, I saw people like getting up so early and like, what was that? How did that happen? So I was actually working at the time when they were doing the ticket sales. Mm-hmm. So basically um, she, right after her shift at work, she had, she like basically stayed up and like just was on the phone up until they said, oh, like she kept on refreshing like about every hour <gasps> up and, because we had no idea what time the tickets were going to go on sale. So that mm-hmm. was the part where um, things like where it all happened. We all know what date it was, but we did not know on time. So it was yeah. kind of out of the blue. So everyone was waiting like since midnight and then they kept <sighs> checking every hour up until, and I believe it happened at 9 a.m. is when the tickets started going on sale. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I couldn't. And so she was able to grab two for both of you. Yes. That's so exciting. I, I know the events already happened for like a about a week or so, but at the time of the recording but is there anything in particular you're excited to see when you go oh my gosh I don't know where to start I am definitely getting a Mickey waffle when I get there (gasps) that's an iconic like staple Mm -hmm. especially it's you can get it any time of the day, not just during like breakfast time. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's just, it hits differently when you get it at the parks compared to like, you know, your at-home Mickey waffle maker. So thousand percent got to get a Mickey waffle when you're there. Um, are you excited for any particular characters? I've seen like uh, Sadness. I've seen Goofy and Max. I've seen... Um, what is it? Band leader Mickey uh, near the Silly Symphonies. Like, is there any particular characters you're excited to see? I'm excited to see like uh, Mickey for sure, because mm-hmm. I missed him. It's like nice to see like, like his face after, mm-hmm. after like being like on vacation for like a year in California. <laughs> I know Mickey, you need to, you need to get back to work there, buddy. <laughs> He's had a nice long year off. It's yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my goodness! I will tell you this, and I said this on another podcast. When I was able to go to Disney World for the first time since the pandemic started, and you know, us locals, you know, we would go so often, especially being in California. When I saw Mickey for the first time since the pandemic started, I bawled my eyes out for 10 or 12 minutes uncontrollably. Like I tried to stop, but I was like, I did not know how much I needed to see Mickey. So I I hope that same feeling comes to you. I already get that vibe. You're going to get those tears and start crying and just be happy. So yeah, I'm excited for you. We'll have to hear all about it. I can't wait to see like all your Instagram stories and stuff like that. Yeah. I am definitely looking forward to going there. It, I'm like, I'm like counting down literally. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for you. But okay, so we know you're in California. And so let's ask some more questions to like get to know you a little bit better. But here's a question I always ask everybody is why do you love Disney? 
Disney has been like part of my childhood and something about like Disney just like the magic is completely different than like other theme parks and I love how like not just like the theme itself the community is mm-hmm. completely different than out of all the communities I've been involved in especially at a theme park. Absolutely like especially at Disneyland where you can't walk but 10 feet and run into somebody you know it's very much a small town kind of vibes in comparison to Disney World which is hustle and bustle and you know everybody's trying to do everything and get their money's worth where Disneyland is more relaxed and there's like a homey feel to it for sure. I would think say like that's how me and my friends connect like because mm-hmm. even though we may have different things but Disney for some reason connects like everyone together and it doesn't even whether you like it or not but something about it Disney just makes that connection throughout the world oh a thousand percent everybody knows Mickey like I feel like he's the most like recognized ever okay my next question is which parks have you been to I actually have been to only like Disneyland and DCA because I have not gotten a chance to travel to Disney World or the international parks yet but I that's like my dream is to go like once everything opens up I like want to go out and travel yeah oh definitely in which parks would you want to go to first because there's a lot of good ones out there this is tough because Every single one of them has like their own unique perspective, but it's still Disney. So, yes. but I like, I told my parents this one day, we're going to have to make a return to Tokyo because <gasps> I actually not got a chance to do that when I was in Japan that one time. But oh, no. when we when we return to Japan, that was like, no, we're going to do it this time. Yes, I have been. People on the show know I've been and it is absolutely fantastic. So anybody that can make it out there, please do. It is phenomenal. They do such a good job. And just the culture there is just so warm and welcoming. Like it's a great country to go visit. So I'm so excited for you that hopefully that happens once everything goes back to normal. Absolutely. So not necessarily your favorite Disney character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? It's a very deep question. It is a very deep question. And I would say Fauna, the green fairy from Sleeping Beauty. Well, once she's very kind But she's, like, not very, like, outgoing and, like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't really take charge like Flora because Flora is kind of, like, the leader while Meriwether is kind of, like, the stubborn one who kind of goes against. So it's, like, she's kind of in the middle of Mm -hmm. all their chaos. She's just so kind and, you know, she's sweet and she smiles and she's always trying to think of the bright, happy side, which I feel like is you and like your Instagram feed is just very bright and happy and dreamy. And I feel like Fauna definitely kind of goes in the la la land, like, you know, at the end of the movie, she's like, oh, I love happy endings. I definitely get those vibes from you for sure. (laughs) Fauna, she's like, even though like she's like kind of minimal, she's plays a big impact between the three. Oh, absolutely. And flashback, uh, like a uh, shameless plug on my own podcast about my podcast, um, Ashley Taylor, the artist, she loves Sleeping Beauty too. And she put the fairies into a really good perspective of saying like, you know, you know, Sleeping Beauty is very little in the movie, but she relies and trusts on her friends and surrounds herself with good people like the fairies and Philip to take care of her and stick up for her when she's not able to. And I did not even think of them in that perspective and I just think that's so beautiful so guys definitely go check out the episode with Ashley Taylor it's a great episode 
Okay. I'm going to ask you another question. And you're an annual pass holder, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So they pretty much think that we've all done everything. What is something that you'd surprise somebody with? I have not tried the turkey leg. (gasps) I haven't either. Are you ever going to? Do you have plans to? Or are you just like, I'm good at skipping that? No, absolutely not. Because one, it's huge. And two, I've heard mixed reviews about the turkey leg. And I heard it's like salty, like very. Yeah, I can't do too much salt. So So it's something you're going to probably never do, right? (laughs) You're probably, yeah. It's not on the bucket list for sure. No, absolutely not. And also the pickles. Oh, okay. It's it's so funny that when I talk to people about the Disney pickles, they either love it or hate it. There's no like in between, which I feel like I'm in between because I like the pickles, but I can't can't eat a whole one by myself. It's just too much pickle where other people are like, I hate it. Don't even, I don't even want to smell it. Like, are you in that boat for sure? Yeah. Like, I mean, pickles, like I can maybe eat like a tiny like piece of it, but not like a whole pickle. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) It is. So my next question is, what is your dream ride at Disneyland to get stuck on? I actually got stuck on one ride and my (gasps) friend and I were stuck for 10 minutes. (laughs) What was it? Pirates. <gasps> did they evac you or did you just like kind of hang I back? was staying I was hanging in until they moved the boats again it was the part where um it was like the wishing well scene and I heard that loop for 10 whole minutes oh no oh no oh what did she say she's like don't tell him Carlos like yes! confession wise <laughs> no 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 and then the psh, ah, like <laughs> yeah that's the one I heard throughout 10 whole minutes with oh. my friend that one time that's that's what I remembered for sure getting stuck never again so that's a ride you don't want to get stuck on is there one you would like to get stuck on and evac and like see behind the scenes only us crazy Disney fans want this to happen I would say yeah Rise of the Resistance I think will be a good one especially <gasps> it just came out I've never experienced like a breakdown from there since it since it like just opened. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It looks crazy. I've seen like a like one or two videos. Like it very rarely happens that they fully evac them. So when I was there last week at Disney World, I was on Rise of Resistance. I literally only went for that and I like left after two hours. I just went in and out. The ride, it was delaying for each section because I guess like the cars weren't moving as fast enough. So we were in, you know where they have the guns and it like chew forward and stuff. Yeah. Like yes. I feel like yes. I'm spoiling it. Sorry. No, no, I'll just claim no. yeah, it. Spoiling yeah. for people yeah, who haven't spoil done it. it. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. But it, we were just sitting there for a good like three minutes. And like three minutes ideally isn't that long. But when you're, you know, the routine and the rhythm of it, you're like, why are we still here? Like, what? And then it was in the front of the elevator doors for quite a while too. And I'm like, what is going on? This is so odd. Like, it's just so fascinating. So I I was like, are we going to get evac? Are we going to get evac? And evac (laughs) is evacuation. Yeah. And you get to kind of go behind the scenes. And that's, I feel like every Disney fans thing. So Rise of the Resistance is your answer. I love it. Also, I got another one too. Ooh, yes. Hit me with it. Radiator Springs Racers. 
on the end of the trap the the road oh that, that would have be been fun. a fun one getting evacuated yes. in the middle of the road like the outdoor road and then if they evacuate we can walk through it ooh. that would have been a fun one that would be really fun yes oh now i want that to happen because that ride does break down on occasion not as often as others okay next question if you could live in a ride which ride would you want to live in and why so we obviously know it's not pirates because you're over that loop for sure <laughs> yes definitely i would say the ride i want to live in is probably the teacups <laughs> you want to live in the teacups <laughs> you're gonna get so dizzy <laughs> all the time <laughs> i'm kidding no no i was gonna say well i mean I'm you could joking. kind of live in white rabbit's house kind I of could. Kid. Sure, That's yeah. Cute. That'd be yeah. adorable. He's got cute little decor yeah. and stuff. It's a smart will be cute too, actually. Oh yeah. I know there's I feel like there's a lot of people that would that would be their worst nightmare, but it is a really cute ride. For sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Next question is if you could work any role at a Disney park, and I mean any role, you can be as specific as you want to. What role would it be and why? I would want to be performer there, actually. Ooh, like a character performer or like in the shows, parades, or all of it. Shows and parades, like not not as a, like a character, but like I mean, a character would be fun, but like I don't know if I see myself as a character, but definitely like a performer and like shows and like parades, like the supporting cast. Oh, that'd be so fun! Do you have a dance background, or is this just something you would I dream do, of doing? Actually. <gasps> Oh my I do. <laughs> Have you been to auditions or anything? No. <laughs> Girl, you got to get. Okay, everybody go to her Instagram. We'll tag it at the end. It'll be in the show notes. Go motivate her to audition when they have them back up again. Because, girl, you need to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it, but I was like, you know, like, I don't know, like, how they're doing. And then, like, I've heard so many people's processes. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm kind of, like, a little intimidated. <laughs> oh, you got it, girl. If you, you know, Walt Disney, if you can dream it, you can do it. Like, <laughs> well, we're supporting you here. Speaking of jobs, what do you do currently? I'm actually an infant toddler teacher. <gasps> oh, my goodness. That's so specific and unique. Wait, what is that like? Tell us a little bit about that. The kids are adorable, but uh-huh. they are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> as your job as an infant toddler teacher, what Disney character would you want to be a coworker with you and teach with you alongside you? Oh, hands down, Helen Parr. This is incredible. <gasps> oh my gosh, she would be perfect. I didn't even, I love that you had an answer right off the bat. She's like more authoritative, which is like, she's like not super strict. She has her like her limits, like she can be a fir- like a firm um, parent. But she can also, like, be, like, a very warming person, too. Oh, for sure. Like, she's that kind of parent where you want to be on their good side. Like, you never want to get on their bad side because you know you're in trouble and, like, you know you disappointed them kind of thing. So... Oh my gosh, she'd go so good. And then if you're like juggling a bunch of kids, like she can physically yeah. be Elastigirl and help oh, corral yeah. them. That is actually true. Yeah, she she does stretch. Definitely use that to your advantage. Okay, last two questions is if you could go on any retired Disney ride, whether you've already experienced it or not, what ride would you want it to be? The people mover at Disneyland. They used oh. to have the Disneyland version. Yeah. Oh, the remnants of it is still up there because rocket rods ruined it they ruined the track so it's just up there in tomorrowland and disneyland just dead it's sad did you ever get to experience it as a kid like no 
No. So that's the one. That's the one. I would love if they could bring it back. And here at Disney World, it's been under construction. And so I'm like, I just I just want to go on the people mover, you guys. I don't have it at Disneyland. Come on. Yeah, that's definitely what the people mover. Okay, here's the last question, and it's a fun one. What is a cliche Disney shirt you see all the time that you wouldn't mind wearing if someone asked you to wear it? I think the cliche one is um, the I love you, I know. If I had a person. If I had a person. <laughs> You're so funny. Are you a big Star Wars fan? No, not really. But I mean, I would tol- I'll tolerate it. And like, if someone I know is a huge Star Wars fan, I'll be like, okay, I'll wear it for their sake. <laughs> So thank you so much, Melissa, for answering those questions. Now I'll let you take it away and share your magic. Okay, so like my first visit to Disneyland, I was about three years old, but I didn't really remember it at the time. But all I remember when I was three is that I would scream and cry at the Haunted Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I remembered. And I would hide, I would like hide in my aunt's arms and just bawl throughout like the ride. It was really that bad. And how do you feel about it now as an adult? <laughs> it's cool now. So <laughs> good, good. The one I remember a lot was like back over 20 years ago when I went with my parents and my younger sister. And it was like the best day ever, basically. And I give my parents props for going through and surviving this day with me and my younger sister, but of wanting what we want to do. <laughs> It was just like another family day and then all that stuff. I remember like wanting every single character I tried to meet as much as possible at that that time. And they went along with it. And at Disneyland, it's so nice because the characters are roaming and they're just out and about. Disneyland, they're, you know, on Main Street. They're in Fantasyland walking around. Like, you know, the princesses do have their meet and greet spot, you know, because they're very popular. But it's so cool that they can walk around and mingle with the guests and interact with other characters. It's so great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like when you first walk in, like into the like after you pass those gates, you would see like characters like beating at Main Street, like different areas. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is so magical. That's like a fun thing for like everyone to see like when they first like when they first walk in not just like the the architecture but you get to see like all the characters coming out and greeting everybody yes oh and especially when there's like princesses at the front before the, like you said right after the gates before the train station it's like oh my gosh oh. ariel and snow white are out or or mulan yeah. and jasmine or like any oh, of yeah. it's so exciting yeah definitely so you met all the characters with your parents and they they did everything you guys wanted to as kids. Yes. And what else? Yes. Um, that's like I remember it, it was just like a fun day, like like another typical family day. Like and I remember that there was not a lot of people around that time. They didn't have high crowds because it was it was like almost off season every day. It was like probably during the summertime and it wasn't even that busy. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Wait, what around what time this was? What years do you think? The late nineties, early two thousands. It was like, you know, because like now today, like there's no such thing as like an off season anymore at Disneyland. Seriously. Yep, absolutely. For sure. It's always so busy. 
Yeah, that was about it. That, that, that's what I remember. And still have the photos in the folder album today. So I kind of look back and see like, oh, wow, I remember this day. That's so cute. And did you get an autograph book and get the characters to sign it? Did you do all that? I don't think I ever did the character like autograph book. I don't remember what I did. I don't even remember if I have it. All I remember is I had a piece of paper and I just had to write it. <laughs> oh, cute. That's still adorable, though. Yeah. Okay, so this is very magical to me. And I would say it's probably a, a dream to do like with a specific character in mm-hmm. general. So I was hanging out with my friend Cindy. We decided to have a fun Disney day. We wanted to take like photos. We wanted to get to know each other a little bit more and just enjoy the magic. We got there around rope drop just Mm -hmm. like, and it was just nice. While we were waiting, like just like chatting around, we're like, let's go to Toontown. And we did. And I had no idea until she told me that oh rope drop doesn't happen at toontown until like like until like an hour after park opening yeah and there's something i did not know either is that there's some characters from toontown randomly come out you never know who comes out either maybe one might come out or none of them might come out so at that day it was mickey and minnie they were they're like they're walking out towards the toontown gates and just like before it opened like they're just like uh, saying hi like meeting some people who are waiting in toontown to open and just taking pictures right before rope drop for toontown cindy told me that they would randomly pick one person or at (gasps) least a family to escort them to toontown (gasps) oh my goodness and mickey he just like looked at me and pointed at me. He's like, you. And I was like, me? <gasps> and then he's like, come here. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know what's going on. And then my and then Cindy, she just said, go, go, go. I'll hold your I'll hold your phone and all your stuff. I'll record it and I'll just take the photos. I was like, okay. So then as soon as like I was linking arms with Mickey, the, the gates open and then we just strolled at Toontown from like the path to get in up until his house and just like chatting. And so it's just you guys in Toontown really just walking and stro- are, are you arm in arm or holding hands? Yeah. Or- it was like linking arms. How magical. It was pure magic. Like I have never experienced like this one-on-one with Mickey Mouse or any character. Mm-hmm. That is something I'll like never forget because you know how like advertisements like you get like that kind of one one. It kind of felt like that advertisement. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's you know Mickey's gonna walk with every single kid to the castle or Toontown, and it's like no, there's a 20 minute line to go meet them. And you're just like, oh, that special quality time with Mickey. What were the emotions going through your head? Oh my gosh. I was like, like still in shock that it happened. Like my dream became a reality and I was happy I got chosen because I felt like a kid, like walking in the candy store. And then like, as soon as Cindy sent me those photos, I was in awe. Like it felt real, like pure magic. Just like, it felt like no one was there except for both of us. That is so sweet. And she's a great photographer too. So they are fantastic photos for sure. Yeah. And like normally in those situations, they pick like a little kid and you know, you're a grown adult and it's very rare that we get chosen for these special moments, but it's almost, we need it more because being an adult can be kind of hard and it, it just, you appreciate it so much more when you're older, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, 
as an adult, like, I mean, you're reliving your nostalgic memories, but you don't really get this, like, opportunity, like, this is opposed to, like, a child who, like, usually get first choice, like, or first yes. dibs. Yes. I, I had a similar experience with, have you been to Universal? I have, yeah. And have you, there's the Wizarding World and there's Ollivanders where you get, a, they choose somebody out of the crowd to yes. find their one for the day. Well, yes, I got, that's correct. Yeah, I got chosen out of all these kids, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you picked me over a kid. This is amazing. Like, yeah, oh. definitely. Oh yeah, I know God. what you're talking about. Like, I've experienced it, but I never actually got chosen for it. But oh, so I, just, I, just, I wish I had a strategy to tell you. I don't know why they picked me, but just go in with big old yeah. eyes and just mm-hmm. bat their eyelashes and be like, please pick me. <laughs> yeah, I will never forget that moment. It's just gonna, like, it's something really special that, like, I'll never forget. This is just the one that I really stood out of all the memories. This was the one, mm-hmm. like, and especially is with the big boss. For sure. Do you have the pictures like blown up and framed, or are you just kind of like no, did you do anything special with the pictures? I feel no, like you should have done that. Yeah, yeah. I have like I mean I I have a lot of them, but I never actually done like a full blown like frame size version of it. <laughs> oh, you definitely should. I I would and be like I have it in the living room conversation point of like this is my. Pre- proudest Disney moment when it was just Mickey and I in Toontown like opening the gates like oh so fun yeah now that you mentioned it now I have to really think about that <laughs> yes oh okay you totally should and then I want a, a picture of the picture hung up that would be really fun yes <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you but where can people find you if they wanted to see your really cute Instagram you can find me on my Instagram page, and that's where you mostly like see most every of my in Disney adventures. Not only like Disney, but like you can kind of see like um, personal, but mostly it's Disney. And I kind of like to keep up with like everyone's like updating on the magic. So that's how like yes. it really gets me connected with people. Oh, for sure. And again, you have an amazing Instagram aesthetic, and you're a great photographer. You take all of the other pictures that that you're not in of like I know recently you posted about the teacups and stuff. Do you take and edit those? Those pictures yourself yeah those ones yeah the one it's like just the teacups itself like it's just yeah. standing still it's yeah I took those you're a great photographer and editor like you do such a good job like thank you I'm, I'm looking through it yeah. now so you guys should definitely go follow you again do you want to link your Instagram and how it's spelled and everything yeah so my Instagram is actually um my first and last name so it's m-y-l-i-s-s-a and my l-e so there's just like all and one word so we'll be all sure to follow you and especially now that Disneyland's gonna open and we'll see all of your stories and posts and stuff and all your new content and whatnot so thank you Melissa so much for coming on and sharing your most magical moment that was super special to have with Mickey so thank you again for coming on uh thank you Morgan for having me on your podcast and I am having a lot of fun getting to talk to you about my magical memories Yes, and we can't wait to have you again for other fun events that you've done. A little teaser like the Oogie Boogie Bash Dapper Day and 80s and 90s night. Like, I can't wait to pick your brain about those because I haven't gone to 80s and 90s night. So I definitely want you on for those. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, so thank you again, Melissa. You were so wonderful. Thank you, Morgan.
hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Melissa. We want to thank her so much for coming on and sharing her magical moments. We'll hopefully see her in more episodes coming up sharing other wonderful, amazing things she's done at Disney. Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And if you like the show, if you could do us a huge favor to help support us, go to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. Again, it truly helps this podcast out and new people discover us. We are always looking for more stories, so if you go to justsomemagic.com or the links down in the show notes to submit your story and possibly be a guest on the show. I can't wait to read all of them, but until next time, bye!